middle of the country, but not middle of the road opinions. It's the podcast dedicated to sports in the air capital of the world. Wichita, Kansas, and beyond. With Tommy Castor and Weston Mills, this is Keeper of the Games. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Keeper of the Games. We are the podcast all about sports in the air capital of Wichita, Kansas, and beyond. I'm your host, Tommy Castor. My co-host, Weston Mills, not with us today. His wife is actually having a baby right now as we speak. So uh, I'm flying solo on the podcast today. And you're, you're probably thinking to yourself, uh, if you're if you're a, a frequent listener of the podcast, didn't you just drop an episode? The answer is yes. We dropped a brand new episode uh, on Wednesday where we talked in depth about the situation at Wichita State University and the allegations surrounding head coach Greg Marshall. And we wanted to bring some bonus content to you this week. And so we welcome our special guest on the podcast, college basketball insider Jeff Goodman joins us on Keeper of the Games. Jeff, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Tommy. Appreciate it, man. How you doing? I'm, I'm great, and uh, I'm excited to get in and talk a little bit about this. It's obviously not a positive topic at all, but it's one that yeah. is necessary to talk about. It was about a week ago, Jeff, that the initial story broke that, that you uh, investigated through Stadium, that, that article dropped. Uh, and we're about a week later, at least here locally in Wichita, the story continues to stay top of mind. It continues to be pretty prevalent in the news cycle. But I'd love to know, uh, what's, the, what's the very latest in this situation about a week after the initial story broke so in the last 48 hours um Shaq Morris told me he spoke to the investigators uh for over an hour um and in the last 24 hours I've been told that at least one of his teammates um according to my sources has also spoken to the investigator and confirmed uh the story that Shaq uh told which was that Greg Marshall did in fact punch him those are the allegations so now you've got where when the story broke, the investigators, to my knowledge, most of the players that I had talked to said that they had not talked to the investigators, that they had been reached out to, but they were weary of, of, leery of, the, of the fact of, of whether or not uh, these were neutral, impartial investigators or whether they were tied in with Wichita State and Greg Marshall. So a lot of them did not get back uh, to the investigators. And, and to be honest, a, a lot of the players I talked to said they've never even been contacted. Some of them said they have not even been contacted from that 2015 team by the investigators. So now the question is, how quickly uh, does this law firm get everything together, type it up, get it to the proper people, whether that's Darren Boatwright, whether that's the Board of Regents, whether that's the uh, interim president. Um, We really don't know who's making the call here. And, And that's part of the difficulty of knowing what Wichita State's going to do, because uh, if they had a president, full-time permanent president, you would say, okay, that's the guy who's going to kind of coordinate everything, lead it, probably make the ultimate decision. Uh, Right now with an interim president, you just don't know who's making the call. About 48 hours ago, actually less than that, Greg Marshall released a second statement uh, from just a few days after his first one that was released uh, by his agent, where in the second one, he unequivocally denied uh, any sort of uh, physical or verbal abuse, anything, all the allegations that that were there, which I thought was interesting, Greg, because um, nothing specific was denied the first time around. uh, But obviously, the second statement came out on Tuesday. Uh, I'm sure that you've had an opportunity to digest that statement anything stand out to you in that well listen again he denied uh, I don't have it in front of me but he he denied any accountability 
uh, for punching uh, Shaquille Morris. And I've talked to several other players off the record since that statement. And uh, they're very upset um, to the point of being furious because, again, he's come out publicly and denied doing it. So I, I think most of the players right now are deciding and have decided whether to talk to the investigator, number one, instead of coming out publicly. I think they all feel like at this point they'd rather do it behind the scenes than go public. Um, they feel like they want to see what happens uh, in this situation. Is Greg Marshall uh, allowed to continue to coach? Is he suspended? Is he fired? I, I think they feel like they want to see what comes out of this before they react publicly and put their names out there. Because again, as I said um, in my story, as I've said to various outlets, a lot of these guys are revered in Wichita. They come back, they make money, they run camps, they sign autographs, they walk around and they're praised. And I think they're, they're, they're concerned, some of them, that if they go publicly against the guy who has more juice than anybody else in that city, how does that affect them? And, you know, a lot of people can say, uh, well, they should do the right thing, right? They should come out publicly. And, well, but that, that's easy said than, easier said than done. I mean, they've still got careers to think about um, and, and things of that nature. They're young. They're trying to get established. So I understand both sides of it. Jeff, when you first broke this story, and I, I was reading through it a week ago and um, kind of digesting everything through it, I think the thing that stood out to me the most was that the the key component, the key player in this is Shaquille Morris. We're not talking yeah. about a walk-on. We're not talking sure. about a, a reserve player, a bench player. We're talking about a linchpin in that shocker, uh, that shocker squad for a number of years. Um, and, and that was the most telling to me. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of different people where, you know, whether or not they're discrediting the allegations or not, yeah. I think the the overall um, sentiment is that this is a big deal just because it's somebody at the stature of Shaq Morris. I, I feel bad. I feel bad that um, so many people in Wichita are, are questioning whether Shaq Morris's claims are legitimate because again, as somebody who's heard it from Shaq on the record from Ty Taylor on the record and six other players all telling me their accounts and confirming that he, that Greg Marshall punched him. I just, again, I've heard it all. I've heard it from eight different people. So it's hard for me to understand this right now. Um, and then I've heard it from multiple people that he choked Kyle Instead, And, you know, the player in question that he body shamed, that I, I keep telling people this, the, the, the most difficult conversation I've had throughout all this clearly comes from the father of the player who's body shamed um, because – that player was called fat, was called ugly by Marshall, was brought over, uh, picked up his shirt, grabbed his stomach in front of the whole team, um, demeaned. And that player really never played basketball again for the most part. And his father told me he's been in his basement, in his parents' basement for the last three years and, and wouldn't go out with friends, wouldn't talk to anybody, including the family. Like they found out about this, the family, when I called the father. Wow. They had no idea because the kid would never talk to him about everything that had happened. And he said, once we I talked to him again about a week or so ago, and he said, he's doing much better. Ever since we talked to him, I, I think it, it, it has allowed him to be a little bit more open about it. So he's been better. So that, that part for me uh, is encouraging. 
but I just feel like there's so I, listen, Tommy, I didn't even go into a lot of the stuff that, that Greg Marshall said that was vile, that was crude. Uh, I've mentioned it here and there in, in, in a few interviews, but I could do a, a whole nother story about some of the things he said about the three, seven footers, 21 foot of grade a, the word starts with a P I'm not going to say it. Um, talking about another former player and who was dating a stripper at the time. And, and this I got from multiple sources telling that player, go get your girlfriend off her pole and come get you. Wow. Like things of that nature that honestly, I didn't feel like we're at a level I needed even to put them in the store. Completely different. I mean, we saw what, did we see what, what Nerger's girlfriend tweeted out? You see I did, that? I did see that. I'm I not going to repeat it because yeah. I can't. It's, it's disgusting. Um, and, and those are things that, honestly, listen, a lot of coaches, um, they, they hear those stories and they're like, eh, no big deal. Yeah. You know, that, that is in the coaching culture. Maybe not to that extent, okay? Maybe not to that high level. But there are coaches that use that type of verbiage while coaching. But I think you've got the, the physical abuse, the mental abuse, then you've got the crude language and, and the personal attacks. That was the thing. Talking to all these players, former players, current players, former coaches, current coaches, the one thing that was pretty much uh, transcended through all of them was that he makes it personal. Hmm. Greg Marshall makes it personal. And, and that was the biggest issue I think everybody had. We're talking with Jeff Goodman, college basketball insider here on Keeper of the Games. Jeff, on, on our last episode, you know, I, I went into detail on, on my opinion. Uh, we're not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk to you. But I, I made it pretty clear that, you know, this is kind of an open secret in the city. I've lived here my entire life. I've, yeah. you know, I, I, I can't say I've been around Shocker basketball, but I've been around enough people that are around Shocker basketball that everybody just kind of knows who Greg Marshall is. Yeah. Um, but that, that culture of winning, you know, everybody has sort of turned a blind eye to it over the years sure. because he won. And it's undeniable. I'll be the first to say the, the level of success that he brought and what he's done to the coach. city as a whole. The guy yep. can coach. And yep. what, what he did transformed this city. And so I think a lot of people were willing to give him a pass. They were willing sure. to say, you know what, he's, he's prickly. Uh, he's a jerk. He can be an asshole, um, but he wins. And that that's all that matters. I talked quite a bit about just the overall culture uh, with the program, with the university and with the city, how we all sort of contributed to it. We all sort of coded him in Teflon for a long time. Uh, and so it's collectively, in my opinion, everyone shares a little bit to blame yeah. in this. Um, but are you surprised at all by the rationalization or the excusing away of some of these allegations from people, whether it's local or, or national, you have a lot more Twitter followers than I have. Uh, and when I've tweeted that out, I've had shocker fans that have attacked me. I can only imagine the, the response that you've gotten. Yeah, I've gotten some, uh, you know, disturbing, I guess you would say, uh, direct messages on Twitter uh, aimed at my daughter and, and wow. my wife. And, uh, and listen, anybody who's listening, I don't care what you say about me. I, I honestly don't. I've done this long enough. Uh, I'm not in it to make friends. Uh, I, I've, I've had issues with Mike Krzyzewski. I've had issues with Roy Williams. I went to Arizona. I can't even go. There was a point where I couldn't go to Tucson, Arizona without checking in under an assumed name when I went 
to stay in a hotel for a game. So I, I get it. Like, I get it. I had to change my home number because of Kentucky fans years ago. So I get it. Just don't – let's leave my freaking wife and daughter out of it. Like, come on. Yeah. So, yes, I, I'm – I guess I'm surprised, but but I had somebody call me before I, I put the story out there, and they said, just be careful. Be careful that um, you don't know what you're in for. And I said, like, eh, I know. I know. I've dealt with, with things of this nature before. I've done investigative stories and, um, you know, on coaches that have ended up being fired. Billy, Billy Gillespie's one at, at Texas uh, Tech years ago. Um, you know, John Thompson the third. Kevin Ollie. So I'm not a, a guy that honestly picks into, you know, like whatever, whatever the news is that I can find. And, and this one, listen, the bottom line is the way it went down was eight guys in the transfer portal. I keep track of the transfer list I have for 15 years. Oh shit. What's going on here. Yeah, Let me yeah. check into it. Let me make some phone calls. I'm digging on that. Well, you dig into some more stuff. You dig into the fact that, Hey, did you ever hear what happened to Greg Marshall? Back in 2015, all right, maybe I better start calling around on that one. Okay, let me call. Listen, I went all the way back to Winthrop. Yeah, I have stories of him at Winthrop, a, a player who went on the record to me, basically saying uh, nothing has changed with Greg Marshall. So, again, I, I, I think, yes, I'm surprised a little bit, but uh, winning – breeds a lot of – it takes care and, and hides a lot of the other issues. And as long as you win, uh, then you have power. And if you have power, then there's a level of fear involved. And, again, I'm not going to say whether or not Craig Marshall should be fired, suspended, kept, whatever. I'm just – I'm trying to bring to light, to me, uh, something that's happened that I just don't think there's any place for when, when, when coaching. And that's – punching a player that's laying your hands on an assistant coach. That's several issues of, of verbal abuse. Um, you know, telling a kid to get back on his horse, a native American kid making Indian calls. Um, oh, by the way, the other part is, and I'll say it cause I've said it on every, everything I've done here. Uh, I did not pay Shaq Morris for the story. Uh, I've never paid anybody for a story in my life. I learned my craft at the Associated Press. Um, and I will never, ever, 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 ever pay for a story in my entire life. So $50,000 to Tommy, man, that's a lot of money. <laughs> I wish I had, I wish I had 50 grand lying around that I could, you know, do something with like that. Well, and that's the other thing too, is that the people that are, are throwing that out there about, yeah. you know, paying, yeah. I get that that's a, that can be a thing, but at the end of the yeah. day, if the story is true or false, it doesn't, excuse. It, it right. doesn't matter whether or not right. somebody has been paid, right. you know, paid or not. I thought it was interesting. Uh, you know, I actually got into a kind of a Twitter back and forth over the weekend. Uh, and I'm not going to say his name, but with an ESPN college basketball analyst. No, I almost went at him. Tommy, I almost went at him. It, it, it listen, it took everything I could not to go back after Mark Adams is the person you're probably right. referring to. I have no yeah. problem. Listen, if you know me well <laughs> enough, I have no problem. There's nothing off the record really for me in terms sure. of talking about. Um, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Yes. You covered as many games as any other ESPN analyst. Yeah. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. Were you there? Were you there when, when Jack Morris allegedly got punched? Cause if, if you weren't, then you don't know. So let the people that were there for that or for Kyle Lindstead getting choked or for where this player getting body shamed. Like, I get it, Mark Adams, you're old school. Mm -hmm. 
Maybe you're old school. Maybe you like, like, listen, he's not the only, now he, he came out publicly defending Greg Marshall for the most part. There's plenty of other, look at some of the other ESPN analysts that haven't even weighed in on. Right. Some of the other big ESPN analysts. I'm, I, I don't have to call those guys out. You can figure out who it is. Jay Billis tweeted it out. Dick Vitale tweeted it out. There are some other guys, if you go through their Twitter feeds, that are boys with Greg Marshall that didn't tweet out anything. And, and that's right. inexcusable to me. That's inexcusable. That, that you wouldn't – you're going to take care of you. Like, that's something I've never believed in. You know, to me, whether this was Greg Marshall or uh, some coach that I'm extremely tight with, I'm going to write this story. You punch a player, you're damn well right I'm going to write it. Yeah, no, I, I think you're, you're spot on there. Are you surprised at all with the fact that Greg Marshall has not been suspended? And I guess my follow-up to that is – uh, do you have faith in this investigation? Uh, we, yeah, there, there are rumors going around about yeah. whether or not the administration has been complicit in this over the years and, and had, sure. had knowledge of it. Uh, I've even heard in the city people talking about the, the chance that Darren Boatwright himself could lose his job if it comes sure. out that there was knowledge of that. So are you surprised that he hasn't been suspended? And then do you have faith in the investigation? Um, yes, I was surprised that he wasn't suspended immediately pending the, the you know, finality of the investigation. I was surprised. I, I thought you had to do that with an accusation like this with two different media outlets, now three, including your, your, your local media outlet there. Um, you know, so yeah, I was surprised, but I think, you know, listen, the only reason this investigation started was because I called Darren Boatwright two months ago. It's the only reason this investigation ever started hmm. ultimately. Um, and again, should I have called them at that? Well, listen, we were actually talking about something else. And I was like, you have some time to talk tomorrow? We talked. And I was pretty forthright. That's, that's how I am. I had nothing to hide on this thing. Greg Marshall, trust me, he knew I was working on this back in May. Because I didn't tell players, hey, keep it quiet or anything like that. I didn't. It was easy for me to get all the stories. I would call one player off the record. They would tell me everything. Then they would say, yeah, you might want to call this guy. I would call him. I get another different story. I've never done a story that was uh, easier to access information and stories than this one. So I didn't feel the need to honestly hide much from Darren Boat, right? I called him and told him not everything I had, but I told him some stuff. And he said, no, no, we, we, we didn't know that. And then they, they started the investigation days later. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, is he, is he in trouble? Sure. I mean, listen, if you're Darren Boat, right, you've been there throughout, through all this, Right. You've been there through all this. Was there a tape? That's, that's the big question, too. Sure. The big question is, was there a tape? Because um, they tape practice. I'm told it's not on the practice tape. I, I don't know. I mean, again, who knows uh, whether they recorded that part of the practice, whether they got that part after, you know, when, when they were kind of walking out of the door of the practice gym. I, I don't know. I, I don't know the answers to that one. But, yeah, I listen – I think uh, everything's on the table right now. And the only thing that's not, I, I would say, is like the only big shocker would be if Greg Marshall doesn't get suspended at the very least. Yeah. I mean, to me, again, you've got multiple players now corroborating. I've got Ty Taylor who corroborated it. Shaq's talked to the investigator. At least one more player, not named Ty Taylor, has talked to the investigator, according to my sources. So you got multiple guys at this point, um, you know, and you can look at the, the tweet from Nerger's, you know, his fiance, former girlfriend, fiance now, 
you know, if I'm the investigator, I'm calling her, I'm calling Nerdzer, finding out what, what went on there. So there's just so much smoke right now. And uh, yeah, I, I, do I trust the investigation? Here's what I'll say. And I've talked to the investigators. They reached out to me. Um, what I will say is if that were me, and I talked to 37 people now, it was 36 at the time and one more player came forward, an eighth source that was there uh, to tell me that he saw the punch. Uh, if it's me, I'm getting every single number of every player, especially from that 2015 team. And I'm reaching out to every single one of them. There are multiple players as of yesterday who had told me they had not been contacted at all wow. by the investigators. Like, really? Wow. Really? Like, like there's only 15 players or so, six, maybe, you know, with walk-ons, maybe get 16, 17 guys, right? How are you not contacting all 17 of them and saying, hey, we're here? We'd like to talk to you. Like, I just, so am I saying uh, the investigation isn't legit? I don't know. But man, as a reporter, I'm one person doing it all. They've got a, a firm of people. Uh, I think they can, they can reach out, at least reach out to 20 dudes. Sure. Yeah. I, the thing about it is that, that, you know, there's precedence with this. It, it, within yeah. Wichita State, you know, right. former women's coach yeah. Jody Adams was accused of mistreatment. She was nearly immediately suspended before she lost her job. I believe that was in 2017. So it's not like Jody, this Jody Adams. Hey, Tommy, Jody Adams isn't Greg Marshall. No power. No yeah. power. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. You know, a guy makes three and a half million a year. As we've talked about, he runs the city and you better make sure. And I get that part, like legally. You better make sure you have this thing buttoned up, kind of like I did when I wrote this story. Sure. I did not write it two months ago when I had it all sourced. I had, I had the same 35 people, all of them sourced. But I said to myself, you know what? I owe it to me. I owe it also to Greg Marshall to make sure I get somebody on the record here. Right. Because otherwise, you don't – listen, you don't want to put out a story right away with, and, and potentially ruin, ruining somebody's career without making sure you're hundred percent sure. So I felt like I needed at least one player and I got two on the record. Um, and, and, and that was to me the difference uh, between me being able to run that story when I did. Well, without really getting into the, the local media aspect of it, I do feel like at least here locally being in Wichita, there are a lot of rose colored glasses that are on right now, you know, wh whether it's local television outlets, radio, you know, talk radio, uh, newspaper, that sort of thing. I wanted to make sure uh, that, that we did a, a podcast and we're talking about content that maybe doesn't paint as rosy of a picture um, as what everybody else is try kind of trying. I don't know if it's revisionist history or, or what exactly it is, but um, I guess my final question for you, Greg, or uh, you're not Greg, you're Jeff. Uh, my final question for you, Jeff, before we, we get out of here is where do you think this goes? I and mean, what's the next step? What's the, how, where does the process take us? Obviously the investigation is ongoing, uh, but do you anticipate that this will continue to stay prevalent at least here locally for the next several weeks or will it die off and then come back later what do you think when are you running this podcast tommy well pr today is the plan all right well by the time you have it out who, who knows <laughs> i mean yeah. i think it could move that quickly you know again because like i said kind of at the outset things have changed in the last 48 hours yeah now the investigator has these players on the record they've got to type it up 
they've got to get it to the, the powers that be um, at, at uh, you know, at Wichita right now. Bear with me one sec. Um, and, uh, and then Wichita has got to figure out what to do with it. Right. So, you know, who's making the decision, right? I mean, right. Is, is, is this Darren Boatwright? Is this the board of regents? Is this the interim president? How do they, obviously there's got to be legal, Right, general counsel's got to be involved here sure. at the highest level sure. to be able to. If you're going to do anything, whether it's a suspension or firing him, you've got to make damn well sure that everything's lined up that you can do that legally. So I think right now, to me, they've got all this new information. They have the stories, but they've got all this new information. They're trying to get the investigation completely done. You've got more players coming forward now yesterday and potentially today um does that drag it out into next week maybe but i wouldn't be shocked by the you know not by the time you put this out but but you know friday wouldn't shock me if something's announced friday wow well, I guess we'll obviously have to keep our eyes open and uh, you know ears open on on what goes on and and like I said at the outset, you know this is not a fun topic to talk about, no, uh, especially here locally. But it is Terrible. necessary and yeah. and so we really appreciate you taking the time coming on the show. Um, I'd love to have Thanks. you back sometime when we kind of know what's going on. We can talk a little sure. bit more about it. But uh, really appreciate you being on, Jeff. No, thanks for having me, Tommy. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate your 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 integrity and just kind of giving. You know, I, I think that's. Listen, that's what everybody should be doing right now is keeping an open mind and trying to get the information and letting, letting the process play out. Yes, my story shouldn't have been enough right away to, to, to fire Greg Marshall necessarily. You still need to do your, your due diligence if you're Wichita State to make sure to talk to Shaq through the investigator. They've done that, and now they have a decision to make. It's Jeff Goodman, College Basketball Insider, here on Keeper of the Games. That's going to wrap up this bonus episode of the program today. Don't forget to hit subscribe. That way, anytime we have a brand new show like these bonus episodes that come out of nowhere, you'll get a notification. You can listen to us on all major podcast platforms. We're on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and many more. You can also visit our brand new website, cogsports.com. That's KOG Sports. Sports.com. Watchful episodes on YouTube and Facebook just by searching for Keeper of the Games. And also you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CogPod at KOGPod. I'm your host, Tommy Castor. You've been listening to Keeper of the Games. You've been listening to Keeper of the Games with Tommy Castor and Weston Mills. Don't forget to subscribe, download, and listen on all major podcast platforms like iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Find the podcast and videos on Facebook and YouTube at Keeper of the Games and follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at CogPod. That's K-O-G-Pod. 